Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. But I will say, I think Rose was premeditating your numbers, Tim, and coming in very tight. No, I, that's what I do on our normal <laughs> our normal ones because you're always telling me that we're f- I'm fucking slow. <laughs> Hello and welcome along to a very shit. special. Sorry, 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 sorry. Can you do that again? Do you do that again? <laughs> I reckon leave that one in, do Tim. Don't hide your face, man. This is what it is. Okay, do it again. this is your life's work. Can you believe it? When you die, this is what people will remember you for. Episode 5 of the Rob Schneider Overlooked and Undercooked Asian Mama Mexican Kids Once Daily, Once Weekly Comedy Review. I'm Guy Montgomery. I'm joined as always by Tim Bat, and we have two very special guests with us today. They are the ladies of our boners of our hearts, Rose Matafeo and Alice Sneddon. Welcome along. How are you both? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Didn't Thank Guy do bringing... a good job on that introduction? Because I feel like our brains yeah. are broken, but it was like the second he got into it, he just, boom. He's, right. he's I, a professional bo- broadcaster. Re- are you watching this special every day, are you? For mm. a week, yeah. For a week? Wow. We've seen it five right. times now. Nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Jeez, okay, cool. How many times? Have, how many times have you guys seen it? Just the once, actually. Just the once, and barely, to be to be honest. <laughs> I'm, ne- yeah. I mean, I don't know how you want to structure this, but do we just start talking about it? Because please I don't... do. I'm, I mean, I'm pretty done with it. I, 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 I have to fully admit, I, I kind of zoned out more. It became almost like um a meditation podcast <laughs> in the sense how much I was relaxed and zoning out. Like mm. it did the exact opposite of I think what the intention was was to engage me and instead it calmed me and relaxed me in that it felt like white noise yeah well in fairness to you it's extremely hard to stay concentrated Mm. for a full 44 minutes 44 gorgeous minutes only 39 Um, of those are comedy mind (laughs) I reckon 39 is generous (laughs) generous as so we've got a couple of theories. So I don't know, like, so I guess I guess all the listeners will be well versed in this because they probably have watched it as well. But um, so you thought he started quite strong. I agree. Oh, okay. Well, please don't put words in my mouth. But I did, <laughs> say, that, did say that. But I only said that after you said about five minutes in, it's not bad yet. Yeah, it's not bad yet. At five minutes in, it's, I would fully stand by that. It wasn't bad yet. And then almost as if on cue. He then went into a line about he did an impression of his wife and then in a Mexican accent and then he said she's not Mexican but it's fun to do the accent. Yeah. Clarification: Is his wife Mexican? Super duper. Okay. All right. Okay. Interesting. So that was just a joke. Oh my god! It was a joke. Okay. (laughs) So let's let's touch on accents. (laughs) Shall we? Because because. That's what the discussion we're Rob Schneider Alice is not the... afraid to, and nor should we be. 
He has empowered us all, if anything, to to use any accent we want. No, um, Alice asked a. Do you want to ask your? Yeah, the question, question I asked was: If you're of Asian descent, does that mean that you can do any accent from any um, Asian country? What are the rules? I was talking to my new flatmate about this because he's a Filipino Kiwi, and uh, we sort of didn't answer this question. But I was like, "Did you even know that Rob Schneider is Filipino? Like, is he Filipino's forgotten son?" And he was like, no one knows that Rob Schneider is Filipino. He has never, like, claimed his heritage out loud. He has never kind of said the word the Philippines in any media that he's made. Like, this is a brand new thing for him. This would make the the fantastic Asian mama, Mexican kids. Mm. And if you didn't get the title, guys, I just want to explain it. His mama, uh, she is Asian. But his kids, well, they're Mexican. How um, does that work? I don't yeah. know, but uh, all I'm saying is, if 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 what Ethan has said is true, and that he hasn't really uh, made reference to his heritage previous to this special, this is his coming out party, and doesn't he come <laughs> out and have a lot of fun with his heritage? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't but know. Not that... even really specifically his heritage, other Asian minority yeah. heritage. Yeah, yeah, he never does a he never does a Filipino kind of um, apart from his mum. Yeah, he does his mum. He does Kore- Korean and Chinese. To Chinese. Say, those to, are his, I feel like to really, say all of this those, is to suggest there is a level of nuance in his accent work which I have not detected. I'm not drawing huge <laughs> lines. It's like someone, it's like an impressionist saying, This is George Bush. Hi, I'm George Bush. And, then, and now I'll do my iconic Al Gore. It's me, Al I Gore. Will- I will defend. I'm not going to defend the reasons why he does the accents, yeah. but I will defend the accents. I agree because <laughs> I honestly do think there actually is nuance in between them. Yeah, and he yeah. does think about those quite hard. I, I, I'm I'm not saying that I agree with that he should be doing the accents, but in terms of the quality with which he performs them, I'd say those are some of his strengths. Yeah, and so, doesn't he, I mean doesn't he not? He commits 15 minutes of time in the special to it. I can't get past the idea that. This is material that he was cutting up with on the schoolyard and he's insulated or coddled or successful enough that he's never had to do anything else, never had to learn anything yeah. else. And so it's like he's finally got the special. You're not going to yeah. you're not going to not commit to tape your best material across 50 years of Well, where do you think? <laughs> well, wait, well, how many specials has he done? So uh, He was he had a first one on Netflix. He, he had he had like a breakout HBO special apparently in the late 80s early 90s that kind of helped him get SNL that launched mm-hmm. the Rob Schneider we know, but outside yeah. of that, I don't think between like say 1990 and now he's not put out comedy. I actually don't think he's been performing comedy. I don't think no. like he's got the sort of We can't tell. He's got the presence or confidence of someone who believes that they can do it but like it's it's not a cohesive presentation yeah i what what he has which i i actually like the most about his performance style is that level of self like the insecure level of it where you can see it and if you do comedy i think it might be naked to the uh uh civilian eye civilian eye (laughs) but 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 to 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 bore down into his soul, you can see these hints of deep sadness and sort of like um, going, oh my god, should I be here? Like, do I deserve this? 
am I is am, am, is this material good enough? Am I losing them? And and you can feel that, and that is actually the most compelling element of the <laughs> of the of the special. I know you've only seen it once, but can you remember any moments where like you really got the sense that Rob was feeling all at sea and needed to quickly grab a life raft of a um, oh. Asian locality I, to send up? Well, no, because I think so much of it was just like I mean, Americans possess American comedians particularly possess this utter confidence in whatever they're saying is important or I mean good or a good enough quality to you know and god bless for that and god bless them and that's how they've got to today uh and <laughs> and that's the why darlings, the country's doing the so well yeah those darling sweeties and 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 there were moments of humanity i think uh where he genuinely laughed at something uh and and, and it sort of no there was like one moment there was one moment there is what there is one moment where he sincerely laughs at what's happening yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And which one is it it's the um i've got it written down somewhere oh no no it's it's when he puts the microphone up his top and he any any and it makes it look like a boner and then he goes oh that looked awful yeah that he does was enjoy the that. moment of humanity no, but that was the moment of humanity where he goes oh man oh I Gross. think I think he's visibly hating it the whole I think it, it's one of the most joyless no, performances I disagree. I've seen. <laughs> I disagree. I actually think that he was loving it. And I will say this though, but I do feel like his insecurity got the better of him and there's a clear turning point in the show when he brings out the piano player. Yeah. I think that's a sign that that is yeah. a man who has lost his confidence because it doesn't even feel like that was a pre-planned decision. It feels like that's something where he's gone, I'm going to have the piano on stage. And if I need it, just if I need it, like I'm not sure we're going to do it, but if I feel mm. that we need it, then then let's let's engage the piano player. I'll have a pianist creating, on standby. Creating yeah, a special when you have... You know how Dylan Moran is famous for coming on stage with he's got like a glass of red water and a cup of coffee and a cup of tea? If you had that with just the, the, the red water. Show accoutrement. So like the, yeah. the red white... Oh, what did I say? Red water. Red water. Oh, the, 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 sweet, the sweet, sweet red sweet water. Red water. Red, red water. This little sweet boy doesn't want to believe anyone's drinking alcohol on stage. Absolutely What's that not. sweet little raspberry drink he's got? <laughs> He's got that burger. He's got that burgundy cordial. <laughs> Do you know it's such an odd choice to have red wine on stage? I reckon. Really? Why? Fuck cool. yeah! Because I because I don't really like have a sip of red wine and feel like hydrated or ready to go or like I have a sip of red wine and I go okay it's time for TV. Like, it's not a performance drink. God, you've never, ever said, okay, it's time for tea. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen you sup on that gorgeous claret and, and, and announce to the room, okay, it's time for well, tea. Watch out, because it's, it's going to start happening. Let's turn on the boob tube Ellis, and see what's I, going I, on. I love your idea that Rob Schneider is confident in doing this to the point that he can go out there and start without any support. But then is also so insecure that he has a pianist on standby, his daughter on standby, a string quartet on standby, and like yeah. what? What else do we think Rob Schneider has waiting in the wings? What unused props well, and sort of escape routes? Well, that's why the daughter, first of all, was so reluctant to sing with him because she knew that she was only kind of come out if it went bad and he ran short. 
So that's why she's like coming out and she's like, oh, dad, I'm sorry it didn't work out, you know? I reckon they had um, Kevin Nealon with a shepherd's crook uh, <laughs> side of stage <laughs> ready to ready to uh, pull, pull off him and his daughter, his whole family. I think but... they had um, a video from Adam Sandler of a message wishing him well that Dude, they were going to chuck out if, on a projector. If he had anything to do with Adam, if he if Adam Sandler had provided any materials for that special, you kn- you know that they would be in the special. Yeah, oh, Adam Sandler no, demanded he pay for the cameo. I reckon that I reckon that um, Rob Schneider wanted to do a tribute to Chris Farley, but then he saw Adam Sandler's one and he was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> All right, he had to can his hell. at the yeah, last minute. Yeah. Were they tight? Oh no, it was Spade, right? Spade nah, and he were real tight. Yeah. So I mean, Spade be adjacent. Spade should do a special just so he can dine out on that. Maybe Spade should have been there for his friend. I reckon Rob Schneider definitely invited David Spade and David Spade didn't show up to the record. Oh, I thought you mm. meant that David seat. Spade should have been there for Farley and like not oh, no. let him die. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that would have been... Jesus Christ. No, no. God bless David Spade. I think we've got the same birthday, actually. Um, but I uh, I have a theory about the pianist and that is... and that This is my madcap conspiracy theory, right? But I think the pianist... Because I was like, God, that's going to be a nightmare for editing, surely. Uh, with the special, so I reckon it was that Rob Schneider knew that he had he was going to go under, knew that he did not have enough material for an hour long stand up special, running a forty a tight forty four, including a fucking song, so thirty nine. So he knew that this elongated piece of routine. They, they 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 didn't want any cuts to it, so he purposely brought on the piano so they couldn't cut around it. <laughs> Otherwise, it would have been a nightmare for audio continuity. That is completely what's happened. You're a genius. Do you reckon? That, I, absolutely. I, yeah. I, I can't remember who it was, but I remember reading there was a comic who used to do that, who like had musical accompaniment for his specials for that exact reason. So his, yeah. his they couldn't edit around it. <laughs> I definitely think that's what's happened. I here. think it's I think it's true. I think because it's his weaker portion. It's his weaker portion is the middle twenty minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can I throw something at you too, which is not on the special, but something we figured out so, uh, consequentially. I read an article about Rob Schneider's wife awesome. and I did the math and it turns out they met when he was 41 and she was 17. Okay, first of all, that's cool and legit. Next question. <laughs> is it those legit? Were, those were my two questions, Alex. Is it legal? Is that cool? And is it legit? Is it legal? Um, it's legal. 16 is the age of consent, oh, is it? isn't oh, it? Yeah, Not in America. Yeah. Not What's in most states. 18. Most states it's 18. Well, did he meet her in Mexico or America? And are the ages of consent different in each country? I'm going to assume, yeah. It depends what state you're in. I think California might be 16, though. Is it legal? That's a question mark. Is it legit? Hell yeah, my brother. (laughs) (laughs) 41 and 17. I can't get past it. And we want that to be reflected in legislation. Okay, it's legit. It's too legit to quit, and we need that supported by this the This podcast becomes a big supporter of lowering the yeah. age of consent to 16, just so that Rob Schneider can, can live For in the peace. For the record, that will, that will be earmarked as the episode that you two appeared on is when we started driving for this change. Um, Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. 
So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Alice, you, you dismissed the second half of the special as the, the weaker half. I sort of have it divided into the first half as all of his great accent work and um, sort of racial observations. And then the mm. second half... Don't forget molesting his mother-in-law. Well, it's, mm. I know. Oh, but yeah, that, that bit was a real highlight. And can I tell you, I genuinely enjoyed that bit because I worried that the punchline of the joke was going to be that it was his daughter. So from that sense, <laughs> I was absolutely relieved. Was Rob so Schneider has to clear. <laughs> <laughs> it's not molesting his daughter. Yeah, well, because they'd done a bit previously about his daughter sleeping in his bed, so I was like, "Oh no, here we go. This is going to be some dark." Do you shit. know, actually, this is a pro, a positive I drew from the special today is that I really quite, I quite admired his physicality of his uh, seven-year-old daughter. You know, yeah, arguing her case to to uh, get into their bed because of her nightmare. I thought I think that was a bit. strong bit. That was a strong bit from Rob. I thought, yeah, man, you guys have got a totally different take. You're <laughs> you're, you're giving him a lot of props for different jokes here. <laughs> Can you maybe walk me through your top three Rob Schneider bits, and then one bit that yeah. you thought was uh, either just unacceptable or no good? Um. I liked the I liked the dinosaur bit with the kid. This is all relative to the other material in the special. Let it be known. Uh, can this I is not this as well? is not ranking it as as a you know as compared to other comedians and their jokes. I'm purely ranking it as compared to other jokes within the special. Did you what yep. did you say to me? I think you should compare it to other jokes and other people. You know, oh, well, you I'm not going to do that. Um, the see what happens from the mountain. Agreed. Yeah. Do you know why that? Do you know why that joke works? I've been thinking about that because the actual the premise that exists inside of is garbage, is nothing. Mm-hmm. But it works because the mic technique is really strong, and also it's like really yeah. strong. The bit is reminiscent of what you would see in sort of a Rob Schneider esque early two thousands comedy, where it's like you can actually visualize it. It's quite a cinematic mm-hmm. joke. It's quite it's quite jackass Happy Gilmore vibes, you know, uh, mm. in that physicality. Which is, and then not. this, I did not enjoy the bit, but I liked the gall to take on the Me Too movement. <laughs> <laughs> Underscored by the, the piano. So the that they can't, yeah, the they can't take on the Me Too words. movement. They can't change anything yeah. he says. He says, no. bring no. the piano out. I've got some shit to get off my chest. <laughs> yeah. 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 I enjoyed that. I was like, someone's got to speak to this, you know? The pig potential bit is so devastating to me because it, like, there's a level of self-awareness that Rob Schneider has about what a piece of shit he is, which is yeah. fine and groovy and cool. But it's the fact that he projects it onto the entirety of the male jet. He's like, well, everyone sucks as much as I do. It's like, I was with you, and now this you've lost This is my me. boy. Hashtag not all men. <laughs> Tim Bat. Coming it is honestly so dire, though, to think that, that... I mean, that is how his brain probably works. Like, you're either an ago or a hottie, yeah. and that will how he treats you will depend on that. Well, you know what this is, though? I, okay, so I think this is a condition of... I mean, I'd say, um, in, in my stand-up, I, I, I feel similar in that it's a contradiction in terms to uh, announce that you're a piece of shit and announce that self-awareness, but then later in the special, later in the show, then start to say, like, just and make these 
hot takes as if anything you say as a piece of shit it's it's yeah, illogical yeah. do you know what i mean like to believe that these things are important or true or you're making these universal um uh sort of inarguable statements when really you're a piece if you of did shit. it in the reverse order as well that works way better because it's like he's coming out speaking yeah. truths to power in a way that only rob schneider can but then slowly, like, yeah. kind of devolves into vulnerability. But this is just like, I have no credibility. And now, here's what I think about the yeah. world. There are some logical inconsistencies in his point of view on the world because his opening bit is about how disinterested he is in sex. And then throughout the special, he is mm-hmm. uh, bemoaning the fact that his wife won't have sex with him. Can I speak so to So I was this like, what do this? you want? Yeah. You know, do you want sex or do you not want sex? Because uh, uh, the message is unclear. I think that. Um, his so his uh, idea of of what men want and what women want in relationships is you know like what women like want relationships men want sex very common kind of you know take especially in comedy and stuff and and it's always this really depressing take of these men who are and I, I it hasn't clicked to me until today all of these men talk about these women who are don't that this idea that women don't want sex and sex is a nuisance to them and they want other things but i've realized that it's the that no one has ever wanted to have sex with rob schneider and Mm -hmm. i think that's his experience is that he's never perhaps he's never gone for a woman who really wants to have sex with him so he's constantly in this holding pattern of constantly going for these women who are perhaps unattainable or or or, um physically or aesthetically are maybe considered um, more attractive than him um, and more beautiful so he's constantly like you know shooting for the stars and then getting <laughs> these women who are kind of almost repulsed by him and so his entire idea of like sex his, is, is this warped kind of form of it and what he needs to do is find someone who would be fucking stoked with having sex with Rob Schneider but it's because he has been poisoned by the ideals of beauty and the expectations, especially particularly in America, of what attractiveness is, and he'll never be happy and never have like that positive sexual experience. So this is know. such a generous read on what has created Rob Schneider. Maybe it's generous. Maybe that, it's too generous. This is this is like the jo- the Joker level. Society is the real villain of the Rob. God, yeah, maybe I am. Maybe I'm a men's right activist. No, shit. no. I think I there was a real melancholy that I saw in that. I think. Your point can be true, and Rob Schneider can still be a piece of shit. Totally, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, to- I totally agree with the idea that, like, because it is, it does, it touches all of his material and his outlook. Is like, it is, yeah. it is this binary: men yeah. love sex. He loves titties. Mm-hmm. He loves, you know, all of that stuff. And, and, except when they're in the way of bloody cookies. Can we also explore the logic of that bit? It, it's been driving me nuts. He says, I'm at an age now. I couldn't believe this was his opener. I, I'm at an age now where I, I, I'm more interested in cookies than sex. He goes, what's that cookie? And, and then he enters some sort of contract with someone. Where he says, what's that cookie underneath your tit? Yeah, two of the cookies under your tit. Please, thank you. Where is he getting these cookies? Who is he talking to? <laughs> Wait, I, I have zero idea. And I don't think I fully realize. In my mind, the cookies were on like a kitchen island bench and a woman was naked in front of them and he was asking her to move out of the way. But I did not realize that they were like under her breast, which yeah. is 
an enormous pair of breasts in order to fit like a f- oh I could probably no, actually could. I, I could put say, a cookie I under my could put a cookie I could put a cookie under my I could put, a, I could put one of those um ones you know the cookie time sells in the in the boxes for charity at Christmas oh, the I mini reckon, ones I reckon I get a full Afghan under there <laughs> get a full full size cookie yeah. time full, full, right. I get a full size cookie time under my right and then a few little charity ones under or my left maybe an, an airplane one the ones that they put, give you on the plane yeah Just I so could we definitely get an airplane cookie under for my right. Rest. international listeners an afghan is a biscuit in new zealand that i don't think exists anywhere outside of australasia oh, <laughs> yeah, no, it really doesn't it really doesn't it's that's a, a legit thing to call it though right isn't it is yes it because of the, i've yeah, looked yeah. into it afghan yeah. hound okay all right sick all right Oof. Yeah. fuck it's always a close call isn't it it is biscuits yeah. and titties it's a strong way to love, show. love to our afghan community Alice has come um, on here championing lowering the age of consent and just throwing around, <laughs> inspired by Rob perhaps, all sorts of crazy <laughs> colloquial terms for yeah. biscuits and people. I will say this about the special. It makes me, as a mostly gay woman, depressed at the thought of having a wife because they just sound awful. Yeah, always like, ask me to get a glass you- of water. <laughs> They sound so bad. I've never watched a special and walked away from it going like, can't wait to have a wife. That's what makes me want to be straight or just like pursue that path more. Within the special, when he's trying to paint his wife and indeed all women as these intolerable shrews who just try and trap you in a relationship so that they can suffer through it, his wife comes across as somewhat of a sympathetic character. Like his wife... (laughs) In his jokes where he's bad-mouthing his wife, she's doing so much of the domestic work around the house. She's, like, mm-hmm. getting the kids ready for the party, providing for the party. He is self-aware enough to be like, he's on his phone the whole party. This is her reason for not wanting to have sex with him, which is, like, she has to articulate a reason instead of saying, I don't want to have sex with you because I find you repulsive and this entire relationship is a nightmare for me. <laughs> it's just, like, it's crazy the way that he sort of, he just he sways and falls over both sides of self-awareness where it's like if he could actually leave his body and his experience of the world and see the version of himself that he's presenting i think he would understand how unlikable he is but instead he's inside of it and so he's like presenting all this information as though he's actually a charming cad who's just like this is my he's so close to getting it and this is what i was trying to articulate before is that if he if he stopped short at universalizing what a piece of shit he is to everyone else there that's the special that's great that's what you want i'm a fucking massive asshole let me tell you some stories about that that's great i'll watch that for 44 minutes musical interlude but it's when you go the world sucks because everyone's like me it's like they're not you just suck rob i think i think this that he belongs to a very unique uh subset of american comedians of a certain um generation which includes Rob Schneider, it includes Adam Sandler, it includes Ray Romano. It incl- it's, so it's it's what it is. It's it's these um intel I'd say intelligent men who are deeply sensitive and I'd say artistic, struggling with the fact that they are self aware at their own unimportance in this universe and their own kind of failures as a human, but they are they cannot resist the compulsion to fall into the same patterns of of these of this material and of the, the the of that world and so like it's like adam sandler is a person who will do don't mess with the zohan but also do like punch drunk love and it's like he has it in him he has this awareness and this artistic sensibility within him but then he can't resist the compulsion to then do 
this other thing. It's it's like a weird Jekyll and Hyde thing. Sandler's, yeah. Sandler has an economic imperative. He is providing for a huge number of people who he's brought along to the ride. But Rob Schneider is the same, I think, maybe. To a, no, Rob to a Schneider's not providing extent. for so playing, anyone. A family! Barely. I, I think what it's important to understand is that guy and I figured out that Rob Schneider is not getting paid for his specials on Netflix. He's dropping the special off with a bag of money to an executive that he found <laughs> to like get it on the platform See, in the back door. But that I respect that, kind of, because he's a man who is like desperate to have his art seen and like yeah. you know like to what lengths like i don't respect it like on the whole but i perhaps respect it more than people who have been given the opportunity to like you know i, I don't know there's some pathetic aspect of that that i go fuck man all right what, he needs to get some of those I, out i i i okay, okay you're calling it his art he needs to get it out i understand i that. love where I, rose is at. i, I want you this. to i want you to imagine Watching this material, either by Rob Schneider or some nameless comedian of his age at a live show. They could have a British accent, they could have a New Zealand accent, they could have an American mm-hmm. accent. I want you to imagine this material being performed at a show you're on. And you're mm-hmm. like, I haven't seen this person. I'm going to engage. I'll watch it. I want you to visualize mm-hmm. being in your body at that gig and tell me what your mm-hmm. response is. Oh, it's that this is... Horrific, but guy, I, I think you forget. Like this is our day to day experience with all stand up comedy. There is there is barely anything that differentiates Rob Schneider's material and what he was doing on stage to some of the stand up comedians that we are literally we are we know well. We've known for years. We are we would actually go as far to say they're friends or acquaintances. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like y- you put yourself in that position. If that wasn't Rob Schneider, that could be any person that you are perhaps were chummy with in a green room and there's like i think that there i mean his material is what are you saying is that we're overwhelmed by bad comedy yes absolutely (laughs) but you can you not control that as you move up through the through the like you know as you spend more time and you can kind of curate who you perform with and who you perform around can you not um Oh my god! Please think of the lineups that you're on all the time, and you would not endorse every comedian with who you you share a lineup with. Yeah, I, but I, I know, I, but I, the, I, but the percentages are moving towards that. Yeah, sure. I I have a very oh, Rose is a comedy auteur. I'm not a comedy auteur. I've got I'm I'm a I'm a comedy like uh, truther. No, I have so much. Well, you know this. I have so much. Really, uh, and it's a problem. Love for pathetic men, true, and <laughs> and a lot of aroha. <laughs> a lot of aroha for 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 pathetic men because I think that because I fundamentally believe women are better than men, yes. so that a, pathet- a pathetic man is the most pathetic you can get. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, a pathetic man yeah. is so much more tragic than a pathetic woman. Yes, I do believe that, yes. And so it's this utter pity that I I think, and especially in yeah, stand-up, you know. my heart you know, breaks for male stand-up comedians. When they're failing because they've got everything on their side. When they're failing this yeah. hard, you're like, you had everything. <laughs> Well, and it's, you it's and you blow it. That's what I think. That's why. That's why. Like some people. That's why like, men don't want to recognize their own like privilege because to admit that you had privilege ad- admits that you had ev- everything going for you mm. and you still came up short. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, uh, it's so a scary I think, position I, yeah. to be in. <laughs> can we talk about? Can we talk about? Um, L King. 
Yeah. And what were your boys. thoughts on it? We loved it. We loved it. <laughs> we loved it. Highlight of the show. Did Did you like it for the flow of the special? Did you Did you feel like it made sense? I thought it was the natural ending, the natural culmination of all of the material we'd heard preceding it, where he hates his wife, he yeah. hates his kids, he hates his family, he's ugly, he never gets laid. So what that means is let's hear a beautiful song from him and his daughter <laughs> from from an earlier from a failed marriage. Yeah. <laughs> um his grown daughter who ha- still loves him despite it all. Like I felt like his daughter watching that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I thought it was actually a beautiful moment. Yeah. And I wondered how much she got paid. And that's a really good question. True. <laughs> Guy and I were um having we we chat live as we watch on this like mm-hmm. add-on thing and um we were striking, struck on the point today that you can tell that those two have been through a lot. And um, yeah. the fact that Al is only one year younger or maybe less than his current wife, who he has two kids with. Oh, like, really? Yeah. And I feel like you can see that on stage. Like you can read oh this gosh. relationship and the heritage yes. and the layers and the interventions and the like running away and the coming together. And there's there's not- like... There's the new layers. wife doesn't touch Elle King yeah. when, when she There's comes on. There's not a lot yeah. of physical comfortability or affection between them at all. She actually reaches across Elle to hug Rob and get the mic and say hello. And there's a it's real frosty between those two. But then but then Elle does love her step-siblings, I think. Yeah. Yes, I think she's she got really a lot does. of love for them. Yeah. yeah. I think Elle's a decent person. I'd say that mm-hmm. we can also, all Also, do you know what was really, really beautiful was I think the oldest daughter's Miranda. Is that right? The seven-year-old? She gives yeah. Rob such a tight hug. Like, she is so proud of her dad for having done this thing. I could really feel I mean, listen, she... a lot of people have turned up to see him do this comedy show, and they're having a bloody this good time. This was recorded moments before. Like, this was recorded while COVID-19 was impacting the world, but moments before that sort of mass gathering was not just, like, immoral, but illegal. In the state wow. of Utah. Wow. It's, it's recorded in Utah? Salt Lake City, baby. The comedy capital. The comedy capital. (laughs) The comedy capital. They bloody love that he had three wives in Utah. He's only got two. No, they only like it if you have them. They only like it if you have them simultaneously, Ellen. True, true. Huge mistake on my behalf. Not sequentially. Take that, fundamentalist Mormons. Not, not (laughs) other Mormons. Um, we're 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 going to need to wrap this up. I'm so sorry to say. Um, it's okay. Is there any? Is there oh, honestly, anything? that's totally fine. I would love to get final closing thoughts and ratings. Okay, final thoughts and ratings. You want to go first, Alice? Yeah, final thoughts. I reckon, as a rule of thumb, in any comedy bit or special, if you have to tell the audience why a joke is not racist, odds are the joke is racist. So uh, that that's just one of my final thoughts. Um, and a rating, I'm gonna out of. I'm going to give it um I'm going to give it out of 10. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it 3. 3 Rob Schneiders. Okay. Thanks Alice. Out Counterpoint of, though before Rose yeah. goes. Mm-hmm. What if it isn't racist and it is accurate though? <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't thought about that. Well, then we find ourselves in an intellectual pickle. (laughs) (laughs) Quite the quandary. Sorry, Rose. I am going to give it a very generous four out of ten, even though I zoned out for most of the special. 
Um, because I believe that, I mean, very rarely I think any stand-up specials are 10 out of 10. Mm. And I know that he has sadness, sadness yeah. in his so heart. That's so true. I feel like it's punching down, you know? Do you know what I mean? On Rob Schneider, because he's not... Yeah, that, I, is, I feel that like, is the question that we haven't asked this season, but we do on every overlooked and undercooked is, are we punching down onto Rob Schneider? So it's amazing that you bring that up. I feel like we're punching down onto Rob Schneider. This is his space, obviously done it illegally in COVID times, but like he's just putting something out there and, and, it, and it is, and some of it's absolutely shit and absolutely like the wrong take on stuff. But also, look, I just don't think... Oh, I just, I think I like Rob Schneider. I think Man, I like Imagine Rob being a part of the Rob Schneider cluster. Um, I'll give it <laughs> okay. half a star out of five again, Tim. Jesus. So one yours. out of ten. I just want to thank so much our two guests for coming on. It is, uh, it's, it's always so much fun to hang out with Rose and Alice. And we had planned to do it in a, in a more fun way where the, us and we were going to go do karaoke. It was going to be real oh, fun. No. And then oh, lockdown fucked us. And it's been Lockdown robbed away factors. from me. Um, but I've also really enjoyed like the humanity that Rose has extended, and it, it, it's honestly it's filled my heart with a different perspective on Rob and like people of Rob's ilk. And I think it is it's a very like kindness forward approach. Yeah, that's so nice. I will just say, though, when you have two guests on a show, I wouldn't single out one for enjoying what they've brought to the podcast. <laughs> I would try and give compliments that applied to both of Guy them. I was about to say something, so you just ruined your shit. I was, ju- I was just going to support Tim's point. It's been a real pleasure having Rose on. <laughs> we have, at the conclusion of these, we have been recommending alternative comedy specials that people should watch instead of this. Um, we actually forgot to on the last couple of episodes. Rose, you've, you've had a shout-out, but Alice, I've been really enjoying. Alice has got a fantastic show. It's available internationally on YouTube. It's called Alice's Bad News. She takes big topics and somehow, can you imagine this? She makes them fun and funny while also being informative. Oh my informative. god, get fucked! Uh, so please, it check is that fucking out. sensational. Thank you. It's such a good show. So much for listening. Two two more episodes to go. Uh, love to everyone. Stay safe. My advice: give up. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.